You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Brothers Turbo. Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White, and with me, as is always, is Todd Stark. It's half Christmas! It is! It's... We're halfway over. No, no. It's just half Christmas. Okay. It's E3 week. Well, it is E3 week. And you know you know something else that we didn't really mention last week, which I'm, I'm a little disappointed we didn't? We've been doing this for one year now. One year. One year. Because we uh, started last year around, uh, before E3, talking about it, mm-hmm. and... Uh, trying to give our, our two cents if you actually go back and listen to it if you've never listened to that i uh, would recommend not because it, it is a trash fire <laughs> <laughs> but we were we were new we were new yeah. to podcasting we didn't know what we were doing and we've evolved over the year yeah trying to get our you know trying to get our swerve you know mm-hmm. like our our you know whatever you call that thing yeah, that thing that, that, that thing our, that our balance balance uh, yeah i guess if that's you, a good word. if you look at the even even i'd say episode three because that kind of uh broke away from the e3 stuff yeah uh if you look at that one versus what we're doing now the way we have it structured and everything i think it just so much better yeah yeah but it's so much we better. just had that we had to find our footing so we, our footing yeah our yeah. balance our footing or swerve get our Whatever swerve on yeah i don't so, know i know like doing it is getting your swerve on mm-hmm. I kind of like using it for this too, though. Okay. But I got to tell you something though. One year. One year, and to celebrate one year, I want to tell you something funny that I seen on the way here. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you know the the Dukes of Hazard, right? Mm-hmm. All right, and you got the General Lee. Yeah. It's got the one on the side of the car, and then the the I think flag. I know where you're going. <laughs> the with flag. Have you seen this? The Dukey Boys. <laughs> yes. Is that not awesome? <laughs> yeah, I've seen. I'm pretty sure they suck. Uh, poop out of septic tanks and outhouses, right? But mm-hmm. like it's orange, like the General Lee, and says the Dookie Boys. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you <laughs> haven't seen that. By no, me. I don't go. I didn't see it last week. Mm. But I don't. Was it there last week? It's always there. Every I time did I not go pay home. attention to that. Yeah. But today I'm so glad I did. The My Dookie eyes were Boys. open today. Mm. It was great. <laughs> it, was, it was just. I, I thought I had to tape it. It's just. I'm kind of disappointed that you already seen it. No, it's okay. I'm sorry. But yeah, I've seen it uh, quite a bit. <laughs> the Dookie Boys. The Dookie Boys. I want to call them to my house. Like, just, like I don't have any Dookie here, but I just wanted, I wanted to see if they come in and they go yeehaw. Yeah. Every time they suck something out, they yell that. <laughs> uh, I know that they're uh, a little on the crooked side as far as what they'll are, charge you. Are they crooked? Yeah, they're they're expensive. I wouldn't use them. Oh well, they got to suck poop out. Yeah, but it's you could get it cheaper. Somewhere I'm just gonna get a vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> I'm get a nineteen dollar vacuum. It'll probably work once, but <laughs> probably. Uh, what have you been playing? Uh, let's see. This week, life has been all up in my ass, and I really haven't played a lot. But I did, however, start um, back up on Detroit Become Human. Okay. That's I think I mentioned that last week. Is it going all right? Yeah, yeah, it's a great game. I, I love it. I mean, I've I loved Heavy Rain. I loved um, Beyond. To, I, I have. They haven't done a game that I don't like. 
Mm-hmm. You know, well, there's you know, there's something with every one of them that I could go. Well, that's that's kind of screwed up. They could fix that, but for the most part, I have enjoyed every experience that I had because these games are experiences as well as a game. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't know. As far as uh, this is probably their best game, I think. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. What about you? What you been playing? Because uh, I know. Finally playing God of War. Welcome and, uh, to the party. Getting. I haven't. I felt like I haven't really got to play too much until maybe like last night and this morning. So I've really been taking a lot more time to really sit down and play it because I don't like playing it in spurts. No, no, I feel that like game I'm, I'm you missing cannot out. You know, on stuff, and no. I really can't find myself getting into it. You know what I mean? Right. So I want to actually be able to sit down, and play it, and get into it. So yep. uh, last night was a was a time that I really got to to do that. So yeah, and you found a glitch that I don't think anybody else found. Well, see, yeah, and, and I'm wondering if there was some because when I started the game back up, it almost kind of seemed glitchy. Right. But I don't want to say glitchy in a bad way. Almost like it was struggling to get back up. Right. So I don't know what I don't know what was wrong. I don't know if it was just I don't know. It was it was odd because it was like, <laughs> all right, well, maybe I just need to reset it or something like that. But uh, I couldn't get my axe back. I don't yeah, know. It's I crazy. kept hitting buttons, and I'm like, what am I doing <clears throat> wrong here? So I just reset it. Came back. You know, I wonder if it has something to do with those classic controls. Uh, because possibly. I don't remember the classic controls being an option when I first started. Mm-hmm. Did you try it with the old no. control, I just, the new controls? I looked over the controls and I was like, what would... Because I saw how it was laid out and I just said, well, I kind of like my buttons here and there. Dude, it felt good though when you start playing it. Mm-hmm. It felt it felt really good. Hmm. The, like the way they had it set up. Yeah. You remember when we were talking about Gathering the Dead? Yeah. It's a lot like the control scheme that I thought of for that game. Okay. With the the certain attack with R1 and the like the heavier weapon with R2, when your heavier attack is R2, mm-hmm. R1's your lighter attack. And then, how do you dodge on it? Because X. X is the same way. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you hold R1 and you X, yeah. double tap to, to roll. Yeah. Okay, it's, that's the same thing on the other one. Okay. I'm just wondering if, because I don't remember that being an option, I wonder if that's a bug, you know, because I don't remember many people talk about playing with the classic controls that first started playing. Well, I, I didn't see anybody talk about a bug because mm-hmm. I even looked it up before I assumed that's what it was. Right. I was like, maybe it was part of the story because I ended as soon as a story point had ended. Yeah. I thought maybe it was part of it, and I was like, okay, well, I'll just I'll keep moving. But then I noticed, I was like, well, I'm going to need this back at some point. Right. So it just started bugging me. Yeah, because I remember, have you dealt with the world serpent yet? Yes. Okay, you remember when you throw it in his mouth? Mm-hmm. I was sitting there trying to think. I was like, well, I know you lose your axe right then. But he spits it back out immediately to you. Mm-hmm. So I, I couldn't think. And I was like, oh, I think you found a glitch that nobody's mentioned. Well, we'll see. Maybe maybe other people will come, special, and, come dude. about it. So maybe I'm I'm the first once <laughs> you can do a blog just reset your game yeah uh let's get into some news let's do I got it a little bit of news there's a little bit this week yeah a lot of um a lot of announcements yeah so we'll get into those a little bit later but first i wanted to touch on uh some some video game related news uh there was an appropriation subcommittee meeting that took place in the u.s senate last week and it seems as though video games are still in the crosshairs uh, one in particular uh, official is the head of the Federal Commission of School Safety, Betsy DeVos. No, screw her. Yeah. 
During this meeting, she was asked by one of the senators on the subcommittee if her department was investigating the role firearms play in relation to school violence. Her response was that it was not in their purview. And this was met with a retort of confusion. <laughs> like, so you're investigating guns, but or gun violence, but you're not looking into guns? No. And they're like, no, what we're worried about is ensuring school safety. So she even confirmed that there was even no interest in comparing video game and social media usage in other countries that have less gun violence than our own. You know, so you see equal footing right. in other countries, and yet there's no history of gun violence or school shootings in these other countries, yet they consume the same amount. Right. Maybe. But they don't want to look at it. Well, they started off at the very beginning with hardly no guns. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, and I don't know. Like, I like my guns. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that there is, when they say they're not looking at guns, they're talking about we're not talking about banning anything. We're not talking about background checks. Nothing like that. But don't be looking at video games either. Yeah, they shouldn't be looking at that either. No, that's not the problem. Okay, so... I think at one point that I heard, oh, no, this is the one here in, in Nashville, Diane Black or whatever mm-hmm. her name is. You know, she's like, I think the problem with school shootings is um, people having babies out of wedlock. That's what yeah, her running point. Did you see that? that? nonsense. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. What the hell? I know. That's crazy. It's like, whatever, lady. But, yeah. okay, like, I don't think banning a gun is going to help because they're going to go, Let's ban this gun. Okay, they're not going to make it anymore, but there's already 15 million out there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Okay, so then you got to look at, okay, well, background checks on everything possible. I agree with that. Yeah. You know, if you're not doing anything, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. If you're doing something you ain't supposed to, you're not going to be able to get the gun, and that's okay with me. Mm-hmm. So then, so you do need to look at guns in that part. So that's stupid for not to look at guns that way. Mm-hmm. Then you need to look at school safety. That. Yeah. That's the only thing you're going to look at, and they're probably going to say, we need to give a gun to a teacher, which is not a good idea either. I think there was even an instance here recently <laughs> that proved that would be a bad idea. No, can you imagine the cops coming in? Now you got two people with a gun on the inside already that you can't communicate with because they don't have radios. Mm-hmm. Or what if you hand it to the wrong teacher yeah. and a student tries to be belligerent? Yeah. And this guy's just having a bad day. And what if that teacher is not equipped mentally to do this? They come around the corner and they shoot six students themselves. Mm-hmm. There. That's not going to work. No. That's not good. So uh, maybe one day video games will stop being a scapegoat. That's at least the uh, the hope. Yeah. One day. Uh, next thing I've got is someone got pretty bold uh, last week and tried to steal $1 million worth of Xbox Ones. So the, they got... The uh, the thief actually hijacked a semi that was filled with the consoles at a truck stop in Louisville, Kentucky. It's always in Louisville. Always. Always. And then uh, made his way to Clarksville, Indiana. I thought you were going to say Tennessee. Was about the time that he got apprehended. Uh, what was interesting is the thief was actually from Florida, that, at least according to his driver's license. Uh, he And he pulled a uh, cut and run when the police began their pursuit. So he, you know, ditched the truck and said, no, I'm done. And it's really unclear if he even knew what he had in the truck because the truck was not really labeled. You know, right. hey, this is a truck full of Xbox Ones. He just took a semi. It right. just happened to have that stuff in it. Right. So I, I'm sure that outside of uh, hijacking a truck and having that charge, I'm sure Grand Larson is going to be on top of it as well. Well, they ought to smack the hell out of him for getting an Xbox One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not even a 1X. 
No, I don't. I, well, they didn't specify. I would assume an assortment. It could be one uh, X's, one S's, the whole the whole kit and caboodle of Xboxes. Oh, just so you know, they're fixing to have their next announcements for uh, the PS, uh, the PlayStation stuff leading up to E3. No, okay. I'll, I'll keep you tuned in. Okay. Here. Well, hopefully that'll show up in the quickets, and we can we can toss it in there. I'll throw it in the quickets to you. Okay. As a catch. Awesome. That sounds good. Next story I've got is uh, Twitch announced their plans to celebrate Pride Month last week. Twitch stated that they will be highlighting LGBTQ creators all month long on the front page, as well as releasing new Pride shirts, participating in the San Francisco Pride Parade, and joining the Human Rights Campaign to raise money for equality. All profits for the Pride shirts will go to the go to support the HRC and will sell for $7. Can I say that I went to a gay pride parade one time? Go ahead. I didn't know it was a gay pride parade. You just happened to walk in? I was actually in Seattle, mm-hmm. and I was going to see Bruce Lee and Brenda Lee's gravestones, you know, uh-huh. their grave. And there was a gay pride parade on the street over, right? Apparently, they just throw Frisbee a lot. Just they that's are, all it is? Frisbee? They were throwing Frisbee like a mug, man, like all over the place, like just Frisbees everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, you just walked over and started playing frisbee? No, I didn't go. Oh. I just kind of watched. But I thought to myself, it looks like a good time. Interesting. I've never been. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, uh, didn't, I didn't plan on going. If it sounds fun. I mean, I've heard uh, my, my daughter and my wife went to one in Nashville. And uh, there was a lot of uh, positivity. But also, you know, you've got the people down there with their hateful signs. Yeah. And whatnot. How is that any better than the other? You know, if you think that's wrong, hmm. how is coming down there and holding a hateful sign any better than what you think is wrong? People don't seem to understand what uh, love and kindness means. No. You know, no. I'm pretty sure that's what Jesus preached. Love, he he definitely and did that. Tolerance, and yeah. yet they don't seem to get that message, which yeah. is beyond me because they they preach it so much. Oh yeah. You know, I don't that's, I don't get it. It's big hypocrisy. I, that, I have that's a that's a whole other discussion. I have trouble with churches sometimes because of that, mm-hmm. because they preach. I don't know. They don't practice what they preach. Like they'll no. preach all this love and kindness and stuff, and then you go with them outside the church, and they'll see a gay couple or something, and this the first thing out of their mouth is something hateful, mm-hmm. and I can't take that. I I can't take it. So it I just start thinking that just makes me think totally different about what I've been doing. You know? Yeah, it's. It's the hypocrisy. I don't understand it. No. Um, now, additionally, there will be new emotes and cheer motes uh, will be added to Twitch based on various sh- the various shirt designs, and uh, it will be a permanent addition to uh, Twitch. Now, I, I kind of threw this in beforehand, uh, but for some reason here in the last couple of days, I've heard a lot of people having issues with Twitch, and I don't really know where it's coming from. Again, I'm not on the platform. Like issues like... I don't know. Like, they're not doing something right. Kind of almost like the uh, issues people have been having with YouTube and a lot of their policy changes and stuff like that. I've, I want somebody from Twitch to come on here and explain this. You know, I'd say yeah. the next guest we get, if we can get somebody from Twitch on here, I want them to explain what's going on because I'm just confused. You know, I, I've seen these long letters about, you know, this is what they need to do and this is what they're doing wrong. And I'm like, what's happened? I missed a story somewhere. It could be that whole uh, net neutrality thing. Could be. That could be the changes that's coming. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It just it. 
don't know. It threw me off. It was just strange, all the, the stuff I was seeing. I was like, what did I miss? Because I, I saw nothing. Right. Uh, the next story I've got is there was a list of pre-order bonuses uh, released for Dead Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. 2. Almost got my tongue tied. Dead Red Redemption. Dead Red. Uh, two basic bonuses for any pre-order are the War Horse, which is a gray-colored horse uh, with increased courage and stamina, and the Outlaw Survival Kit, which gives you extra supplies to help you on your way. The digital version of the game will also get you some extra cash to start with and a treasure map to help you find numerous hidden treasures across the Old West. Finally, each version of the pre-order will reward you with cash to use on GTA Online, which seems like a very odd addition to give. Because what if you don't play it? You know? Yeah, um, that came with what's the deluxe edition? Well, you get uh, with the standard version, you'll get uh, five hundred thousand to start with on GTA Online. If you get the special edition, you get one million. If you get the ultimate edition, you get two million. So, hmm. and again, it just that's if you don't play it, why do I need it? So, I, I, I mean, think you'd like it. I think this time it's not really like multiplayer as much as it is like I think you can go through story missions now. I hope. I hope. Online? Yeah. Oh. I hope it's like a co-op, but like one of them offers you uh, like a camp. Mm-hmm. One of them offers like a robbery mission. Okay. Um, I can't think of the other stuff I've seen, but have, do they list the prices on all that stuff? Because I have yet to see that. Uh, I think it went. I, I didn't write them all down, but I think it was varied from like fifty nine ninety nine, seventy nine ninety nine, and ninety nine ninety nine. Okay. Add up to each one. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, if you don't know, releases on October 26th. Yay. Yay. I'm actually looking forward to that. All right, it's time for some quickets. Quickets. Before we get going, has has Sony done their their big announcement yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. I'd give them a few more minutes. All right, well, I'll go through some of the quickets maybe, because I've got a lot of them, and there were a lot of announcements this week, so I just figured it was worth... I'll just throw them in here. Yeah, and you know it is spotlight week on uh, spotlight week. I can't mm. talk now. Spotlight week for Sony, right? You know their pre E three thing. Okay. Well, first of all, Sony announced uh, Tetris Effect for PS four and PSVR. Uh, they also announced Persona three Dancing in the Moonlight and Persona five Dancing in the Starlight for PS four and PS Vita. I've, I kind of want to play a Persona game, I guess, just out of sheer curiosity. But I guess I'm not really uh, willing to pay the money because right. I don't know if it'll be for me. But I see a lot of people talk about it like it's fun, but I just don't know if it's for me. I think it'll be for you. You know what I mean? I just don't know. You liked, I don't know, you liked Nino Cooney and stuff like that. Yeah. I believe you would like it, from what I, I understand. Like uh, Telltale's The Walking Dead, the final season, got a new trailer this week, and it premieres on August 14th of mm-hmm. this year. What Did you watch that trailer? No, I haven't seen it yet. They, uh, I did not like how they ended it. What'd they do? Well, she was talking. It was uh, Clementine and uh, Alvin were mm-hmm. sitting on a bridge talking about, you know, I guess the way things are, and Alvin was just like, well, I don't like... Uh, you know, don't scream because that brings the monsters, and I don't like the monsters. And then she sits down next next to him and says, "All right, well, what do what are we supposed to do?" And they start going over rules on what you're supposed to do in 
in the event of something bad going wrong. And the very last line in the trailer was Clementine looking at Alvin and says, what do you do if I get bit? And that's where they ended it. I'm like, don't you tell me she's going to get bit. Now, granted, that's a, that's a clever way to play the trailer to yeah. kind of suck you in. But I didn't like that foreshadowing. I was no, like, oh, I don't want to see that happen to Clementine. No, I can't. She's, she's been through so much. I don't want to see that become her fate. I got a chance to see Melissa Hutchison again at the Walker Stalker Con. She was yeah. there. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Just Cause 4 was confirmed due to a Steam leak. <laughs> Good job, Steam. be a lot of those. Um, there was a new Days Gone trailer uh, that announced the release date, February 22nd, 2019. Yay, five days before my birthday. Which is actually a good thing, too, because I, I, that means I can actually uh, probably get my hands on that day one. So You should possibly do that. I will probably do that. Everything I've seen about like people that's actually played it, they love it. Mm-hmm. it. It looks great. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm hoping that this uh, extensive delay, because it does seem like it should have... It seemed like it would have come out later this year, but yeah. I'm, I'm hoping... That the fact that it's taking just a little while longer, I'm fine with that because I want it to be good. Well, I think they looked at what they got mm. and they're like, hey, let's just, you know, there's no sense in like rushing anything out. Because, you know, while I don't think that the PlayStation 5 is going to be out within next year, mm. but the next year is a possibility. Yeah. I say within two years, you'll start seeing it because, you know, the PlayStation Pro will be four years old by then. Mm. Um, I just, that's, that's where my money is so you have games for all the next year pretty much starting out with uh you know days gone Mm. and they always release something in that window why not put days gone there you know didn't they do horizon two years ago horizon was in there um we'll see god of war was what april april 20th march yeah march you know yeah april 20th was that so that's their window that first quarter window they always have something big in that window yeah and plus i mean you think about what they've got for the rest of the Mm -hmm. year it's fine yeah uh we also have uh crackdown 3 got a delay according to microsoft until 2019 i didn't know that was uh wasn't that going to be on their their big that was supposed to be their launch title with the xbox one x oh yeah Well, it's not coming anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it'll get launched then. I'm going to be honest. I think that's just something to shut everybody up for E3. Don't talk about it. Pay attention to this. Do you think that they're maybe delaying it based off of the uh, the issues they've had with their... What is that, that program called? For some reason, it's slipping my mind now. Their, their games that they... Oh, their they, Game Pass? The Game Pass. Do you think... That, I mean, because this was supposed to come out on the Game Pass as well. Yeah, Do you it think will. that they delayed this to try to maybe beef it up because it could be just as bad as the others? Because well, yeah, I think they've had like trouble with uh, the cloud thing. Mm-hmm. The there's, you know, if it's not online, you, you're not going to have any of that cloud compute power. Yeah, and I think they just tried to figure out how to make it equally as impressive offline. Perhaps so. Uh, the Life is Strange and Vampire developer Don't Nod announced a new game called Twin Mirrors. It looked kind of interesting. Yeah, it was a VR title. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dead or Alive 6 got announced. Yay, I guess. I've never, I don't recall ever uh, playing those. Those are, are fighting, fighting games, yeah. yeah. Right. And sometimes they're like, dude, am I wrong? Are they not like, they have like beach volleyball and there's just, there a, has been in the just an amalgamation of all kinds of games. Yeah. Didn't look like beach volleyball this time, but no. 
there was also an announcement for Generation Zero by the developers of Rage 2 and Just Cause. Uh, Netflix's Castlevania series has been given the green light for a third season. Good. Even though that the season two premiere has not even came out yet. Which it must I've been be outstanding. For. I'm hoping. They, it was a solid four episodes, and I was like, this is over way too soon. I want more. Uh, Sega and Atlas announced their game lineup for E3. will include Shining Resonance Refrain, Team Sonic Racing, Valkyria Chronicles 4, Yakuza Kiwami 2, and Catherine Full Body. I'm looking forward to Catherine Full Body. I want to see more of that. Because, I don't know, do you remember me talking about Catherine? It was on PS3. It was like a puzzle game. It was like a, a dating sim also? Yeah, dating game puzzle okay. simulator. Yes, I remember that. Or, what was the last one, though? Claire is the one I'm sitting here thinking Claire. about. Claire, you said you didn't like. No. That was the one that was free to play yeah. on PS Plus. I wasn't, I, it didn't suck me in. It was like an 8-bit. Yeah, and you know, I don't bit. mind those games, but it was just this, I don't know what it is. There was another game very much like it that I played, and I can't remember what it was. was it Uncanny Valley? Might have been. And it was it was just, it's not the pixel graphics. It's just this dark, drab garbage they kind of put you in, and you're just walking around, and it's like, what am I doing? Right. You know? At least with Stay, you're giving something to do. Right. You know, it's not the graphics. It's just the game itself. You're just making me walk around in these rooms doing what? Well, see, that's the thing that they miss. Like, you know, like a game today, it has all this fluff and stuff like that. You can allow yourself to... The environment sucks you in. Mm-hmm. Well, in an 8-bit game, that does not happen. No, okay, so gotta... like Mario and everything from the beginning, you were doing what you were supposed to do the entire game. You were hooked from the get-go, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to do that in those 8-bit games. You can't, there's no window. You're hooked at the beginning of those games. Yeah. And they don't. if they don't do that, I, I can't play them either. You yeah, have to give me just, something. I don't know. They bored the hell out of me. Um Friday the 13th game is finally putting a patch in the game to fix the car rubber band issue. Which, since you've never played it, let me explain. When you drive the car, it likes to do like this as you're driving it. It just jerks back and forth like a rubber band. And you're just going, why is the car being stupid? Just drive. And it's annoying. So, yay, they're going to fix that. Um, Someone added a mod of Thanos in GTA V. Did you see that? i seen something about that, yeah. It actually looked pretty cool, you know, because he was sitting there using each one of the uh, Infinity Gem powers, uh, you know, blowing stuff up, making portals. I don't know. It was really, really interesting. They just made their announcement. All right, what is it? It's called um, Ghost Giant, a vibrant new PS4 VR adventure, a PSVR adventure from the minds behind Fee. Fee or Fey, however you call it. Fee. Yeah. Fee. So. Okay, so there you go. Ghost Giant. You'll know about it uh, before you hear the <laughs> show. Uh, Platinum Games is considering self-publishing, which I think they need to do. Yeah. Uh, they're they're a decent. They, they have a lot of good, um, I guess, beat-em-ups, I guess would be the best way well, to say Well, they just have a, good, a lot of good um, franchises, really. Yeah. And I really feel like that they're being held back a little bit by not just putting out their games wherever they want. Yeah, and I'm kind of, at the same time, I, I hate that if something happens, like, say they, they make one bad game mm-hmm. with self-publishing, that's 
you know, you kind of get scared. Is that going to hurt them yeah. in the future? Is it going to make them scared to put out a game that they want to put out? Which they shouldn't shouldn't be worried because they got a good no. track record. No, and I, you know, I've heard they're going to the domain for Devil May Cry Five was mm-hmm. uh, just you know. No, wait, no, that's that there is, was something that about, is them, isn't yeah. it? That's platinum. Uh, was it? Was it? I don't recall. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, it, it fits their fighting style. Yeah. And, and their their game. So it might be. I don't know. Oh, I'm looking it up. I can't right, remember go, for some go reason. Go look it up. Um, the main character of Overkill's The Walking Dead has yet to be revealed, according to the devs. Dang. Yeah. So all of these characters we're seeing, and we don't know who the main character is yet. I really want this game. Overkill? Or yeah. The Walking Dead? The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, Hitman 2 was announced this week. Uh, its release date is uh, November 13th. And Destiny 2 Forsaken was also announced. And finally, GameCube controllers are coming to the Nintendo Switch. How about that? Yay. Yay. Finally. Which is, you know, it would work for... I think they're doing it for Smash Brothers. I would almost guarantee it. Because I noticed that a lot of people, and I even did it too on the Wii... With Super Smash Brothers uh, Brawl, I think is what it was. Yeah. Is I did favor the uh, the GameCube controller. I would plug it in and play with that. Just I don't know. It was so much better. I like the the controls there. Okay, I'm totally wrong about that. Like uh, Capcom. Yeah, Capcom's the developer. But Ninja Theory. Ah. Did the first one. Well, there's a lot of uh, similarities. Did Platinum redo? Did <clears throat> they do the reboot? I know. Uh, I feel like I know they did Bayonetta. Yeah. I thought they did. I don't know, man. I must. I might be retarded. It's okay. I'm having a hard day today. It's all right. All right. <laughs> time for some truth or trash. Truth or trash, and there could be a lot of truth and a lot of trash this week. Well, I've only got uh, four items, so uh, take your pick. Are you ready? I'm ready. Xbox One is integrating Amazon's trash. Alexa. <laughs> And Google Assistant in the system. They're going to be integrating it into their consoles. What happened to Cortana? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> you think they'd use their own system? Yeah. But no, they. That, truth to trash. Ah, uh, I don't. Man, I'm going to say trash. Okay. Because it does... It well, I don't know. With them, it could be truth. You know, they like to just say, let's just bring everybody on board, you mm-hmm. know? They're, they're doing everything they can to try to say, use everything you got here. True. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you even need... <clears throat> I don't... I don't know. Like, okay, like, for example, listen to this. Like, Alexa works with my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Like, I said something, I was like, Alexa... Um. Something about um, D- Detroit Become Human. I can ask her questions about Detroit Become Human, and she can give me things as I'm going through this game. Nice. Some kind of game, like uh, activate so-and-so game. I can't remember what it is. She tells me little things I need to know about it. So why do you have to – you don't have to integrate that into your thing. To me, I don't feel like uh, – Yeah, but they're always trying to one-up everybody. Well, I don't We've think that. that. I think they picked the wrong stuff to want. We just want to play games. Yeah. Like I, they've they need games. That's the and I don't know. She. We'll they see. Just, 
I'd say if if it's true that we'll see some form of announcement at E3. Uh, yeah. I'd almost bet on it. And I think you're going to hear the fake, like, woo! Yeah, woo! And everybody else be like, why? Yeah. What the, f- why? That's great. Why? Um, Three new Gears of War games will be announced at E3. Three? Three. So they're going to have like a Gears of War collection? So, I say uh, Gears of War Battle Royale. I think it'll be a mode. Okay. Well, but. Trash. Three. Okay. Maybe one game, and it's going to have Battle Royale in it. Gotcha. Uh, Square Enix's Avengers Project is an Ultimate Alliance reboot. Trash. Okay. Oh, please don't be that. Don't You don't, didn't like that? No, just do something brand new. Okay. Don't reboot that. Maybe the idea. I don't know. No. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. I'm, I'm throwing it back. Okay. Trash. That's, <laughs> trash. Hey, that's why this is truth to trash. Your opinion. Uh, Super Smash Brothers will feature the return of Solid Snake and add a Minecraft fighter. Uh, uh, I could see Snake coming back. Mm-hmm. I say they'll probably add a Minecraft. I don't, I mean, Steve, I guess he's a good fighter. Why not? Mm-hmm. Truth. Okay. I say you'll see the Raven Rabbids in there too somewhere. Perhaps that's true. Yeah. Because they have done that in Rayman, maybe. I think they'll skip Rayman and put the Rabbids. Just the Rabbids. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on to some weird news. Weird news. All My favorite. Right. Is now, this about sex this time? Uh, probably. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little in there somewhere. Good. It's uh, always this, better with sex. This first one, uh, it's kind of a, a twofer. Uh, first of all, I want to do a quick update. I, I wish I'd have said something about it last week again. I, I don't know where my mind was. I wouldn't feel good. I, I think I said you that. Were, you were under the weather. Yeah. Um, anyway, do you, do you remember that game, Active Shooter, that I mentioned uh, yes. about two weeks ago? I've actually seen it on CNN. Yeah, it's uh, it's been pulled good. from Steam. Uh, and it was actually revealed from Valve that the developer of the game is a person calling himself Ada Berdyev. And he actually has a history of customer abuse, publishing copyrighted material, and user review manipulation. He's Hmm. actually been operating under a new business name and was discovered after Valve did a little investigating around this controversy. So this guy's been around. He knew what he was doing. He was being a dick. Obviously. mm -hmm. Who in the world in their right mind thinks that's a good idea? Well, it's going to get better. Trust me. Uh, To piggyback off of this... Valve has said in a statement that they will no longer police the games that are coming through their store just as long as it's not illegal or trolling. It's fine. Right. Okay. Case in point, and this is just one of those that I'm, I'm just like, God, guys, you're just not learning. Mm-mm. There's a new game coming up called AIDS Simulator. <laughs> okay. Do you want to know? You, you bang to till you get AIDS? No. Here's, here's the uh, synopsis of the game. You play as a tourist that travels to Africa. Then you contract the HIV virus from the locals. Uh-huh. Now you must take revenge and kill everyone before you die so they won't keep spreading AIDS to other parts of the world. That is your game. How is that any better? I don't know, but they're allowing it. How is that any better? Okay. Even worse is that or at least, I guess to me, even worse, other than the fact that Valve is not even going to stop this game from coming out, is that the game developer seems to know that this is a garbage game. Yeah. Because they describe it 
as a very short first-person shooter with boring gameplay, bad graphics, and generic assets that they offer up as a zero-effort cash-grabbing asset flip for your garbage bin. Those are their words. Their words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So well, I, I gotta play how, that game. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how I feel about this developer right now. They're, Who is it? Who's the developer? I, I didn't catch their name, but the fact that they're doing this and knowingly, they know what they're doing. They're trying to stir the pot. They yeah. could have easily piggybacked this off of the active shooter thing, saying, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna top this, and I'm gonna stir everybody up." Yeah. But why? Why? Just like you said, cash grab. I don't know. It's, it's frustrating to me, but it'll if it makes money. I, I'm I'm done with this whole <laughs> mess. It's just I can't I can't even anymore. You yeah, know? this started with that uh, dating sim where you go in and try to hook up with women. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I can't even remember. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Jesus. Uh, lighter news. Yay. <laughs> Uh, Japan is one of the most interesting countries in the world, as they always seem to get some of the craziest things. Example, and I love this, some of their crosswalk lights actually have Godzilla icons. Nice. Walker. So I, I just that's feel like great. that's the greatest thing ever. Uh, of course, he is like a an icon over there, so yeah. it's understandable. You've seen Shin Godzilla, right? Yes. I seen that yesterday. I was looking for a movie. Mm. I ended up buying Far Cry 5. It was on sale for thirty nine ninety nine. That's fine. Now, Shin Godzilla, it's uh, I don't feel like it's for everybody. It's right. a little, it's a slow burner, but when the, the action hits, it's pretty intense. Well, I mean, you've watched every one of them from beginning to end, so oh, it's well, definitely for you. I went to theaters and saw. I remember that. And I almost wanted to kick three kids that were in the theater with me because they just thought everything was funny. I'm like, why the hell are you here? You know, you're not going to sit here and enjoy the movie like everybody else. Get the hell out! Right? They're just. <laughs> People are like that. Anyway, uh, video game arcades are still popular in Japan, and now there will be Pokemon vending machines. Freak. They're coming here. These will sell plushies and other types of merchandise, like stickers and and I think even movies and just Pokemon stuff. Who who made Pokemon? Uh, Game Freak. So, Nintendo didn't make it. Like, they're the developer, the main developer, but it's technically owned by Nintendo. Like, So, Nintendo like came up with the idea of Pokemon. Well, I think Game Freak is the one who did, and then Nintendo's kind of co-owner of Pokemon. So, anything sold Pokemon... They get a cut. That's why they will never go out of business. They are brilliant with that end. That end. Oh, yeah. Now, quite a few of these machines have popped up across Japan, uh, and four have even shown up in Seattle, Washington. I knew it. Funny that you mentioned Seattle. So, uh, <laughs> who knows how far this craze will go? We might see them all over before you know it. I, well, you will, definitely. They'll be in every movie theater, and Peyton will want to, let me have a dollar get a Pokemon. The, yeah. You know all those balls? She gets five of them every time she goes in there. <laughs> I don't know how she gets them. She's like, I tricked it, Daddy. Just tricked it. Just she said she system, tricked huh? it. Like she'll do it. She'll. I don't know how she does it, man. She like she keeps on getting it, and it'll drop it right. Yeah. She's like, put in fifty more. I'm gonna get it this time, and then she does. She gets it. She hmm. got two one time. I don't know how she does it. She got it figured out. All right. Uh, now for the uh, sexy portion. Yes. That you were asking for. Yes. Uh, is it is it hot? Well, see if, see if you think so, because this there's a reason this is in weird news. 
the Nintendo Switch has actually been a hot spot for indie games lately, mm-hmm. but it seems that this has allowed an interesting title to slip in. Yes. A game called Pure Erotic... Oh, Pure Electric, not Erotic. Damn it. <laughs> Pure Electric, electric Love uh, dropped recently, and the premise revolves around conversing with a fetish cosplayer. Now, in reading the description, I'm assuming some of the things were lost in translation because this does not make any sense to me. <laughs> I, so. love, I love it, those descriptions like that. So I'm going to read exactly how it's... Please do. Okay. Read it in a Japanese voice. Uh, How? Uh, how? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'll just I'll read it. In this work, fetish cosplayer Uri Katami is a welcome Otiyuki blog... Please tell her with hyper-deadly tension. Reply to questions from her. Please please her, sometimes a little annoying. Kakahiki is important for love affair. Mail arrives according to the contents of the conversation. You also have movies attached. Let's aim at perfection. Please please her. Yes. Sometimes annoying. Awesome. Yeah, that was it. That was that's awesome. Do you, do you understand what this game is? I have no, no I have no, no. idea. I guess what I'm telling you, you just answer her questions, talk to her cuz she's annoying if you don't please her pretty mm-hmm. much. Okay. Sounds well, like As of right now the game is only available in Japan, uh, and I have no doubt this is meant for a small group of people. Uh, if it's your bag, I'm sure get it now before Nintendo pulls the plug. However, if it's only in Japan, it might actually be passable. By their standards. If it was a Nintendo of America, I guarantee it would not be over here. There's probably a reason it's not over here already. Yeah. Because there are sticks in the mud. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't have any items to buy this week. It's sadly. okay. I, I did look, but there was nothing. Uh, so with that said, let's get on to our main topic. Yes. Which is, what is Sony bringing to E3? What do we think? They're going to bring exactly what they said, which is they're going to open the show. This is my prediction. This is how I'm seeing it. Okay. Because, you know, we're going to the E3 experience. Mm -hmm. By the time you hear this show on Monday, everything would have transpired with Microsoft and everything like that. And we are waiting for Sony. Mm -hmm. And 8 o'clock tonight for Monday after you're hearing this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go to this thing. And then they're going to open the show. Because there's not going to be any little one-hour pre-show now. These five five last days before E3 that they've been announcing one game a day, mm-hmm. that is taking place of the pre-show. This is what I've heard. Okay. So with saying that, the showtime on the ticket says 8 to 10. Now, I don't know whether it's the full two hours, because I know they like to run like a, a, a post-show sometimes sure. and talk about stuff, and you get a code and all this kind of stuff. But I really think they're going to open the show with Spider-Man. Okay. Because that's the next one to come out. Sure. September. You're going to see a really cool excuse me, uh, um, demo of, I hope it being the open worldness of this game. Mm-hmm. That's what I hope. I think yeah. because they've showed like a linear slice, you know, like a vertical slice of like chasing what uh, Mr. Negative or yeah. whatever it is. And people kind of got bent out of shape. Oh, is it just all oh, is it just QTEs and that's it, you know? And I'm like, who cares? That's a it's a freaking awesome looking Spider-Man game, you know? So I think they're gonna go on a limb and say, here's what you can do. Let's know just a little bit of what you can do, just like open world and see maybe get into a crime or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
Then we're going to see... Oh, you know, because they're going to show Spider-Man, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Death Stranding, and The Last of Us 2. Sure. So the next one, I think, would be Ghost of Tsushima. They're going to yeah. show that next. Mm-hmm. And that's going because we haven't seen anything but a theatrical trailer on that. That's true, yeah. So, I don't know. I think that's going to be a cool part, too. Anything they show on that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a sucker punch, but... And after that, I think they're going to get into The Last of Us, and we're going to see a big clip of that because they've said that's going to be the centerpiece. I feel like that would be their ending. I, I, I think Death Stranding is going to be the ending. You really think so? Yeah, I think so because we're going to see gameplay of that too. I don't know. I'm going to have to disagree. I feel well, like they said they said it's their centerpiece. Yeah. Sony's own like record that would be saying the, that. The big closer, you know. I mean, do Death Stranding, but everyone's anticipating The Last of Us too. So why not end the show with a bang? I don't know. I just feel like if they say it's the centerpiece, it's going to be like a big slice in the middle mm-hmm. to set up just for that. Fair enough. So uh, that's just my thought. I could be wrong. It could but be. But again, there could be another yeah. big hitter that they're, they're not. Oh, I know. I think these are just, they've said they're going to show these four games are going to be showed gameplay on stage. Mm-hmm. And in between all these, I believe they're going to drop little bombs. And there's going to be some big bombs dropped too, I think. I think there's going to be at least two big bombs dropped. Yeah. One of them could possibly be a Rocksteady bring Superman on stage. That would be cool. But I don't know if it's going to be there or it could be at the Microsoft. Because, That's true, yeah. you know, you got Spider-Man at the beginning or wherever it is. That would kind of be a conflict. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do you want to load it down with uh, superheroes? Or what if they do that? What if they say the beginning is superhero heavy? Let's say Spider-Man gameplay. Hmm. Rocksteady come out here. They've got a... A trailer, so you're thinking, oh, Batman, Batman Beyond's what everybody is guessing, mm-hmm. and then you see these leaks of Superman, yeah, and boom, here's Superman. Then you're done with all the superhero stuff, right? Yeah. So then go into Ghost of Tsushima, and then The Last of Us, and then I think you're going to see a little bit of Death Stranding. I don't think you're going to see anything like um, you did with The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. So I think they need to at least lay out some uh, new features, something that we don't know about the yeah. game yet, to kind of really get us involved. Yeah, you talking about Death Stranding? Yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah, I think you're going to see actual gameplay. And what I've read about it is that I don't know, man. Like to me, in my mind, minute popped in my head. Like that little game, the things that you did while you were alive, mm-hmm. changed the things that were going on. So when you die, you start over and things have changed because of what you did. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of I'm really interested in this game because I've heard that it's going to have that that action adventure, not action adventure, but like, I don't know, in the vein of Metal Gear. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited. I, I trust Kojima of whatever he does. He hasn't really, to me, made a bad game. No. Zone of the Enders that doesn't get much praise. I mean, it gets like, you don't talk about it much. Yeah. But, Man, it was a good game. Mm-hmm. And did you ever play it? No, I don't. Yeah, it was a good game, but I don't know. I don't know what's in between, but there's going to be something. Yeah, it's got to be something. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. been talks of possibly like uh, medieval. You know, I, I think maybe they show that. Um, I think we'll see a few uh, VR titles that maybe yeah. they haven't mentioned. Yeah, because I, you've got to be pushing that. They yeah, you do, but it's hard. It's really hard to. Demo that on stage, mm-hmm. so that's why I an think. Announcement, you know, of something. But they've been announcing them all week. That's true. So, 
there might not be much. Maybe a sizzle reel. Yeah. There could be that. That's true. So I say you'll, they love their sizzle reels, so you'll mm-hmm. see a few of those. Um, I'm hoping, though, if not Spider-Man, Ghost of Tsushima opens the, the show up and they have something as epic as it was for God of War. Do you remember that? Yeah. When because Kratos we, stepped no out of the shadows. Knew, I mean, we were kind of looking at like, what is this? And then... You I just saw him and was like, "Oh!" I knew, I knew right then because I watched that show Vikings and the sound sounded like music from that show. Mm-hmm. And then, still wasn't one hundred percent sure, but as soon as he stepped out, like, dude, the, you could hear everybody go. <gasps> it was just awesome. I want that. I want that. Uh, I want that again. I want yeah. something like that. There's been talks of like Crash Team Racing. I don't think that's going to do it, but. No. But that was a good that was a good racing game. Mm-hmm. So I've heard possibly a reboot of that, or not a reboot, but like a remaster of that, kind of like in the vein of the Insane trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I, I like that game. But we need, I know what you mean. We need <clears throat> that that breathtaker that yeah. no one sees coming because you get right. so many leaks. There's they, they've been they've been so like, quiet, man. Yeah. Like not quiet. They've everything's been coming out, but what they want to come out. Yeah. But there's nothing that they don't want to come out has not come out yet. Exactly. So it's like this is possibly the first time that they've they're going into this and you go, I have I have no clue other than what they've said. Yeah. That that's what we're gonna see. One thing that I feel like we might see, and this is just I, I would say it's more hope and speculation than anything, but Something tells we me that we'll get to see Final Fantasy VII. It could again. I have this is a a hope that yeah. we'll get something because there's been a lot of rumors floating around and everything, and I, I feel like this would be a time for Square to say, "Okay, we we hear that everybody's getting worried and concerned. Let's let's put it to bed. Do something to kind of." assuage everybody's fears yeah but they're having that big they're having their own conference on sunday that's true but they do do recall that they announced yeah seven at the sony show that was before their own conference though mm. so we'll see i say you'll see like something at, yeah. i would I, I it's either gonna be that or kingdom song. hearts 3 is gonna be shown at sony, on I sony do, stage yeah i do believe that as well even though you know i was even thinking about this last week when we were talking about the microsoft thing mm-hmm. Something in my head made me feel like I recall seeing like a, a list, and again, these could be fake, mm-hmm. you know, because you've seen all these fake lists of, sure. you know, everybody's lineup. But I almost swear that I saw Kingdom Hearts 3 on Microsoft stage, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, to you me showed at all. it the whole time. But at the same time, you say that Microsoft is in a position where I know we say it every year, it's do or die for Microsoft, mm-hmm. but they seem to just kind of claw their way along and keep on trudging you know like right now it's more of a uh, xbox is more of a fan service right now like okay yeah. we're just going we're playing mainly to our fans and then we'll just the next time we'll try to wow everybody whatever but they they could just hand the money over and square's gonna take it you know they yeah, are that's true i think we'll see well what's that shadow what's the new tomb raider uh Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, that was another one I was I was sitting there thinking that we'll that, probably see. I think we'll see it on, on Microsoft stage. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because they did have that, that exclusivity deal there for a while. Yeah, they're going to want to bring anything in. Even though if you can play it on PlayStation at the same time, they're gonna, you wanna, you're going to see 
anything and everything that they can put on their stage, they're going to look at us, look at us, Xbox, mm-hmm. Xbox. And do you think we'll see, um, I don't know if we'll see this on the Sony stage, but maybe either of the two Walking Dead games that are coming out, either Overkills or Telltales? I think you could see Telltales on uh, Microsoft stage. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, they're going to want to try to appeal to every single person. Yeah. And I even thought that we probably, again, I'm not sure which stage. I would assume maybe Sony's, if there was a, a stage to go on, uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Yeah, but Ubisoft does have their own their own conference. That's true. So, um, any other thoughts about uh, Sony's? Show? I'm just it's it's hard to say man because I'm forward to it though I'll say that I, I feel like this is the one year where they're kind of in cruise control mm-hmm. they're on top uh, I don't think they're resting on their laurels or nothing like that but you could just they're going to go into E3 right now as the favorite to win to me yeah because they're going to show all this gameplay and these games are coming out it's not like gameplay of Crackdown that you hope comes out in February when they say you know what I mean mm-hmm. But I don't even know if you're going to see, you know, crackdown on Microsoft stage. But That's true. I know one thing. I know I, I like Sony. I, I'm partial to them. I, I want Microsoft to do good because that makes everybody do better. Because you know, competition helps. I don't want somebody to run away with it. Like PlayStation Two era, Sony came out with PlayStation Three, and it was like, hey, we're the big dog here. $600, pay for $600, you know, mm-hmm. for a new system. I know there's a recession right now. You put it out yeah. at the wrong time. <laughs> and then that hurt them. And then they, was like, they had to go back to the drawing board. I mean, they restructured everything. So. Mm-hmm. Still a good console, but yeah, you know, it was just bad timing. And bad timing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, we'll see how everything looks. Uh, next next week, I'm sure we'll be talking nothing but E3 announcements. So and excited. In fact, that might actually just be our show. I mean, yeah, I think we should have the pre e the the post E three cleanup yeah, show. We'll just talk nothing but E three. Yeah, and maybe maybe we can get a a guest on to help talk us through yeah, it. I'm working on that. So uh, release dates we got on June twelfth, uh, Jurassic World Evolution for PS four, Xbox One, and PC. Super Bomberman R PS four, Xbox One, PC. Omega Strike for PS four. Tennis World Tour for Nintendo Switch. Hexalogic for Nintendo Switch, and Muvlove and Muvlove Alternative for the PS Vita. Then on June 14th, we have Soccer Slammers for Nintendo Switch. June 15th, Lego The Incredibles for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. And Omega Strike for Xbox One. Then on June 17th, Flashback, the 25th anniversary for Nintendo Switch, which I would love to play, to be honest with you. It's been a long time since I played that. Uh, then no. June 18th, we have DLC for Rocket League, which is Jurassic World Car Pack for mm-hmm. PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. It's awesome how they've supported that game. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's all right. All right, we've got a review this week. What you got? Uh, well, I was trying to, uh, to think on the indie circuit, trying to think of something that I haven't talked about, and it, it took me a minute because I still have a few... Um, retros that I want to get to. Yeah. But I figured, no, I'll, I'll pivot and go to an indie game. Uh, so I did a little digging, and I even thought, you know, this would be fun. Anybody out there, we've actually set up, and I'm going to talk about it a little later. If you've got an indie game that you want us to talk about, give us a suggestion. 
and we'll, we'll gladly look into it and play it, you know, and, and we'll shine a light on it. We'll, we'll do the testing for you and That's let right. you know. So if you think it's worth, you know, talking about, let us know, and we'll uh, we'll do our best to get the world to hear it about it as well. Uh, but anyway, I looked through my Steam library, and it's filled uh, with plenty of, of random indie games that I've either played or just not gotten around to yet. Right. So I landed on uh, one that I had spent some time on. It's called Party Hard. Uh, even though I, I thought of a few others after the fact, I was like, ah, I'll do this one. It's fine. So um, Party Hard was a game that I stumbled upon uh, by chance. I believe I was watching a streamer who was doing give, uh, a game giveaway. And I thought, what the hell? I entered, and before I knew it, I won the game, downloaded it, nice. and wasn't really sure what, what it was. I'd, I'd never heard of it before. So uh, I dug around a little bit, and before I knew it, I actually spent several hours playing it because it's uh, oddly addictive. Yeah. You know? Now, the game was developed by uh, Pinocle Games, I hope I'm saying that right, and published by Tiny Build. And I think they've published quite a few uh, indie titles. Uh, It's best described as an action stealth game. You assume the role of a serial killer whose main goal is to slaughter every guest at a party without being caught. Now this can be very uh, trying at first considering there is a large amount of people surrounding the party at any given moment and they can witness your crimes, call the police, even if you're looking suspicious they'll they'll freak out and be like, oh I gotta call somebody. So you gotta be very careful. This is where the stealth comes into play because you need to pick off guests here and there, hide their bodies, and, and try to remain uh, as invisible as possible. Right. Uh, you can also set traps to take down more people. You can poison the punch bowl. You can set a bomb That's in cool. the oven, uh, you know, like gas leaks and whatnot. So yeah. you can pick other people off, but to get the larger amount, it's based more on how best to utilize it so if there's a large group around the punch bowl you want to go poison the punch bowl but again you can't let see anyone see you do that because they'll be like oh i gotta i gotta call somebody because somebody's doing something sneaky right so it's it's very clever in that way you know this also um you can have the heat you know taken off of you uh, if you happen to be spotted if you can find maybe like a, a costume or something like that if you can hide long enough where no one spots you so uh, you got to be very careful on how you do that because they're not always available right you know, items are not always set there for you to, to find a costume or whatnot so very very careful on how you do that now looking at the numerous options you have to take you know people down at the party you have a little variance uh, which adds a, a bit of replay to your levels if you didn't quite do it within a, a time frame that you wanted to do you can kind of go back and replay it and see if you can do it better uh, each level has various weapons and tools like I mentioned uh, which will help assist you in your mission it could be anything from a bomb to a knife swords whatnot you know right now these items change every time you play a level so never expect the same items every time you play or in even in the same spot so that kind of also changes it up a little bit now, should you get spotted committing a crime, you'll either get hassled by a bouncer who will essentially choke you out and then that ends the you know, game over. <laughs> or cops will be called. Now, bouncers I feel like are much easier to avoid since they'll kind of chase you for a bit and then just kind of leave you be. Cops, on the other hand, are relentless because they will chase you down and they're fast. However, it's not always a game over when they're called 
because if you can slide through certain shortcuts, uh, certain areas, if you just play your cards right, you can avoid them easily. Right. It's not always simple, but it can be done. However, if you continue to use little shortcuts, the police will kind of get wise to it and they will board them up, preventing you from doing it a second time, should you avoid them. Uh, so that kind of adds a little bit more difficulty to your your gameplay if you're if you're messing around. Now, if you feel pretty lucky, you can actually attempt to murder a cop. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, that will in turn lead to the arrival of special agents who will then come after you. Yeah, so, and you ain't get away from the special agent. Right. Now the game shifts through each party with a whodunit narrative, beginning with our killer being awakened by a loud party, so he decides to shut it down. From there, a detective by the name of John West begins telling his story of his pursuit of the party-hard killer. His journey sees the killer go from coast to coast and back again, committing murders along the way while avoiding the authorities. The story unfolds in between stops and even shows personal ties as to why the detective is so hell-bent on solving this case. However, I feel the twist at the end is something you'll probably see coming a mile away since the narrative doesn't really give you much else to play off right. of. So it's like, well, it's got to be this or that. and yeah, You know. Yeah. Now, despite taking place in the year 2000, the game has a very 80s vibe to it, you know? Right. Like the artwork and the pixel graphics, even the techno tracks. It kind of had a Hotline Miami vibe to it, which is probably what made me right. get drawn into it. Yeah. So um, that that was one of the defining factors. Might might actually play off to other people or turn you away if you're not a fan of that stuff. Now, while the premise might sound, sound simple, the ability to change and unlock new killers with unique skills and abilities adds a little bit of uh, replayability to each party, so you can kind of change it up and see if you can do better with a different killer or maybe even create a, a challenge with a different killer. Right. And I can't really say that it blew my mind when I first played it, but it was, and it still is, a fun little game you can drop into here and there and maybe even spend hours honing your craft of murdering partygoers. That's the fun thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'd, I'd recommend trying it out if you can get it on the cheap. So it's a pick, not a skip. Yeah, it'd be a pick. Good. It needs to come to PlayStation. I think it might be. Is it? It might be. Check I'm it out. I, have to check I, it I out. do believe it's on all major party hard uh, platforms, even on mobile. Party hard, right? Party hard. Party hard. Yeah, look it up. Right Pick there. it. Pick it. Let me look. Look it up. It should be anyway. So uh, check it out on your favorite console platform or even mobile device. Oh, it's on my mobile, huh? As far as I, I recall hearing, it should be. Well, that is our show. That's it. Uh, I'd like to thank you for all of our listeners for being here every week. Your love and support is greatly appreciated. And a big shout-out to our patrons who make this show and other shows we do possible. If you're interested in supporting the show, head over to patreon.com pencilandpaperproductions. Also, if you have a game in mind that you'd like to shine a light on, or like us to shine a light on, or maybe if you want to send us some hate mail. Or just a topic. Yeah. Drop us a line at supermegacrash at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Twitter at Super Mega Crash. That is it. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's on PlayStation 4, guys. Go, go get it. Like and leave reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Maybe even give us a, a little a heart, a little love. Just a little. Just a little. 
Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I am Stephen White. I'm Todd Stark, and it's Christmas time in June. Yes, sirree. Join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.